rate, review, share, enjoy. Alrighty. Just did a great, fun episode with my father. We talked Sonics. We draft Sonics teams. Speaking of which, so I'm using the, the Book of Basketball, a ginormous book, which I usually use to set my phone, iPhone, or iPad on to record. But right now I'm going to read a little bit of it. This Bill Simmons, a Bill Simmons book. So, speaking of Sonics, Gary Payton, he has ranked number 40 on his uh, list of basketball players. Let's see what Bill Simmons says about Gary Payton. During the 2008 NBA Finals, I wrote that Rajon Rondo brought a ton of stuff to the table and took a good share of stuff off it. In other words, he was bringing forks and plates and removing the knives and spoons. But you could still eat a decent meal with him because you had forks and plates. Well, Gary Payton was the all-time table test guy. He brought you sterling silver forks and knives from Hoagland's with some gorgeous plates to match. Only you didn't have spoons for dessert and you had to drink wine out of paper cups because he broke all the glasses. Could you have a memorable meal with him? Absolutely. But you also left the meal saying, man, I wish we'd had spoons and wine glasses. Here's everything he brought to the table and took away from it. Okay, that's all. Here, I'm going to set it back down there. There we go. I set it back down. I set the book back down there as my uh, stand. Now let's check out the Winston Churchill book we've been checking out. Let's see what Churchill says about alliances. How much easier is it to join bad companions than shake them off? If we are together, nothing is impossible. If we are divided, all will fail. And now the section is allies. There is only one thing worse than fighting with allies, and that is fighting without them. Very good. Now now let's go to another book here. And um, this is The Truth About Writing. This is one of those fun little books that just has a bunch of short little quotes. There are three rules for writing a novel. Unfortunately, no one knows what they are. By Somerset Mogham. I think it's good for a writer to think he's dying. He works harder. By Tennessee Williams. The best advice on writing I've ever received was rewrite it. A lot of editors said that editors said that they were all right. Writing is really rewriting, making the story better, clearer, truer. Robert Lipsight. There are no writing police. This is your story, no one else's. Tell it like you want to. Rachel Aaron. Writing is a performance, like singing in an aria or dancing a jig, Stephen Greenblatt. Went to a school with a girl named Aria. Isn't Aria, I think Aria is the name of like a hotel or a strip club or something. 
Best advice on writing I've ever received. Finish. Peter Mayle. Ah, I have a Peter Mayle book sitting right over there. He's like a travel writer. This one's, um, it's about France. It's about, let me go grab it real quick. Oh, wait, wait. I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay, there it is. Peter Mayle. Now let's transition. Oh, no. I dropped, I dropped my book. Let's transition to another book. A Year in Province, Peter Mayle. Let's see. Let's, I think we, we may have read the very beginning of this. Let's just turn to a random page here. November. No, let's, let's do December. Because it's December. Wait, let me wet my whistle. Okay. December. The postman drove at a high speed up to the parking area behind the house and reversed with great Elon into the garage wall. Great Elon Musk into the garage wall, crushing a set of rear lights. He didn't appear to have noticed the damage as he came into the courtyard, smiling broadly and waving a large envelope. He went straight to the bar, planted his elbow, and looked expectant. Bonjour, join home. I hadn't been called young man for years, and it wasn't the postman's normal habit to bring the mail into the house. Slightly puzzled, I offered him the drink that he was waiting for. He winked. A little pastis, he said. Why not? Was it his birthday? Was he retiring? Had he won the big prize in the Lottery Nationale? I waited for him to explain the reason for his high spirits, but he was too busy telling me about the sanglier that his friend had shot the previous weekend. Did I know how to prepare these creatures for the pot? He took me through the whole gory process from disembowelment to hanging, quartering, and cooking. The pasties disappeared. It wasn't, I realized, his first of the morning, and a refill accepted. Then he got down to business. I have brought you the official post office calendar, said the postman. It shows all the saints' days, and there are some agreeable pictures of young ladies. He took the calendar from its envelope and leafed through the pages until he found a photograph of a girl wearing a pair of coconut shells. Voila! I told him that he was most kind to think of us and thanked him. It's free, he said, or you can buy it if you want to. He winked again, and I finally understood the purpose of the visit. He was collecting his Christmas tip, but since it would be undignified simply to arrive at the front door with an outstretched hand, we had to observe the ritual of the calendar. He took his money and finished his drink and roared off to his next call, leaving the remnants of his rear light on the drive. My wife was looking at the calendar when I came back into the house. Do you realize, she said, that it's only three weeks until Christmas and there's still no sign of the builders. And then she had an idea that only a woman could have had. It was obvious, she thought, that the birthday of Jesus Christ was not a sufficiently important deadline for the completion of work on the house. Somehow or other, 
Christmas would come and go, and it would be February by the time everyone recovered from their New Year's hangovers and holidays. What should what we should do was to invite the builders to par- to a party to celebrate the end of the job, but not just the builders. Their wives must come too. The intuitive cunning of this suggestion was based on two assumptions. First, that the wives who never saw the work that their husbands did in other people's houses would be so curious that they would find the invitation irresistible. And second, that no wife would want her husband to be the one not to have finished his part of the work. This would cause loss of face among the other wives and public embarrassment, followed by some ugly recriminations in the car on the way home. It was an inspiration. We fixed a date for the last Sunday before Christmas and sent out invitations, champagne from 11 o'clock onward. That's a good stopping point there. Alrighty, let's see. Anything else I want to say before we start the episode? Such a great episode, so much fun. Had lots of fun drafting the teams, talking Sonics and other stuff. Talk about some other stuff before we uh, draft the Sonics. Um, enjoy the episode. It's 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 a great one. It was, it was lots of fun. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. Rate, rate and review. Share the show. And uh, enjoy it. And get, let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. I was also going to say one more thing before the episode that uh, I ran a Twitter poll and said, which are you looking forward to watching on Christmas Day more, NBA or NFL? And I asked my dad about this in the episode, and I got six votes in the Twitter poll and three votes for NBA, three votes for NFL. And I also ran another Twitter poll. Today is The Office, one of your favorite TV shows. That the results are in on that one. It has nothing to do with the episode. We don't discuss that. But for that poll, three votes, two votes for no, one vote for yes. So some office haters. All right. Enjoy the episode. Get into it. Let's get into it. Hello. This call is being recorded. Uh, hello. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Surviving snowpocalypse 2022 in Spokane? Well, now we're trying to survive snowmelt apocalypse 2022. Oh, yeah. It has it warmed up so much in the last day and a half and started raining, and so I've been... Doing duty in the basement, keeping water moving away from the away from the important things in the basement. Vacuuming it? No, you know, I just squeegee it off into the corner where the drain is. Oh, use the squee- squeegee? Okay. Yep, squeegee. Okay, very good. Um, well, so you have to do that later once again. Well, no, I've been doing it every 20 minutes or so all day. Oh, wow. That's how much, 
That's how much moisture is coming in. Yeah. Okay. Not good. Anyway. Oh, All right. We'll take a little break here for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Well, congratulations on um, the AFFL championship to Hawkeyes. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, wish, uh, wish your squad would have showed up a little more. I'm sure you do, too. Yeah, I thought Herbie might have given me a little more, but uh, I needed a lot from him. But um, that's okay. My luck ran out. I got the regular season title. It's okay. Yep. Yep. That's all right. Yep, that's good. That's a good. Katie ended up. Katie ended up really, really pretty close to to Moose. Only lost by yeah. this, less than seven or seven yeah. points or so. Yeah. Yeah. So. She, yeah, yeah. That was close. And uh, she got. So, and she got. And she got nothing from Diggs. She got less than three points from Diggs. So he he was. So that's just how the how the cookie cookie crumbled, so to speak. Yeah. Hey, you got like. Oh yeah. Playoffs. Guys, Playoffs. guys, guys, guys who you expect to help you get there and and uh, continue to score or not. But yeah, there's always like yeah. one guy who's going to be a no show. But uh, good luck against Montana Moose. Um, but yeah. also, also tell mom I say good luck to her too. So, yep. Good luck yep. both ways. We'll do. Uh, we'll do. She's got. Uh, she's got. Uh, I mean, she's got four good running backs that are playing really well right now. I, I, you know, I I got I've got one, and he didn't even play that well at all. So, I may be going a different configuration than I have all year, just to try to get get somebody that's hot. What? Maybe two running. Well, may go like one. May go like one running back. Three wide receivers, two tight ends, something like that. Okay. Can you do? You can play one running back. Yeah, you could go one okay. running back, four four wide receivers, and one tight end, or you can go one wow. three two. Um, okay. Yeah. So okay. I'll be playing around with those configs for sure. Did you watch more NFL or NBA yesterday? Oh, NFL. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. NBA right. was just halftime filler. Okay. Um, how was Christmas? Was it good? Good, good, me- good meals? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mom cooked up some nice meals. Um, very nice. Very Pretty quiet, actually. Um, what did you eat? Uh, Mom made some kind of Italian noodle dish. Um that that she baked, that was really good. And we had ham on Christmas Day. Ham nice. and some uh, uh, not asparagus, not bro- not broccoli. Maybe they were broccoli. So that was good. It was very good. Nice, you know, just a little ham. Nothing too fancy, but very good. All right. Yep. Nice, nice. How about you? Uh, How about you? What did you have? Um, I oh I I, I make baked some pot- baked potatoes. So nice. Yeah, so I melted cheese on the baked potato. So that was Yum. good. Uh, had some ambrosia salad from Albertsons. That was pretty good. Uh huh. Yeah, mac and cheese from Albertsons. Just all the normal normal stuff. Nothing too fancy over here. 
Yeah, but, very good. Um, so did did you watch the or what were your Survivor finale thoughts? I was gonna ask. Oh yeah. Um, well, I was. I, I guess I was happy that Gabler won. Um, of the, of the final three. Once once Jesse was out of there, it was like okay. You know somebody's somebody's got to win this, and uh, I, I thought his speech was phenomenal. I thought that's actually what won it for him. He was very eloquent and spoke very well in front of the jury. Um, I think they thought the same. Um, so I, I didn't think Owen had a chance, and Cassie was a little just a little too full of herself. She's not doesn't come across as very sincere. Um, so, and then it was it was just you know spectacular what he ended up doing in donating that money to the veterans. That's amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah. What was your was, thought? Definitely wanted Jesse to win, but Gabler deserved it in the end, and Gabler just overpowered him in the fire making, and. Uh, I liked his alligator approach, and um, yeah, I like Gabler winning. Yeah, definitely out of the top three, definitely deserved it there. Yeah, and it's cool that he's donating. Um, so yeah, all around, very good. Um, I thought it was very, very, very strategic of him to, you know, absolutely want to do fire so he could get Jesse out of there. You know. Oh, they he wanted he, to go to the fire. He, yeah, oh yeah, he wanted to do the fire. Okay. He told Cassie, yeah. "I I want to do fire." And yeah, she was going to put there put, she was going to put Jesse there anyway, hoping he would lose, but Gabler's like, you know, I I I can beat him, so Yeah, you know, I think that, the, that that Mhm. That that also that always puts the feather in your hat in front of the jury too when you can when you can win fire. Mhm. Mhm. It and he was the fastest ever in the fire making they said ah it was, uh, okay yeah it was like four minutes low four minutes um, mm-hmm. yeah he was really good at make he just made a huge fire real fast uh yeah man of the wild gabler uh he'll yeah he'll be a good return i think i think there's a few people who could i could see returning to for second seasons in that cast there yeah um, yeah, very good. Did Did you see a preview? Did they show a preview for next one? Um, they did. Okay. Um, you know, it's just a you know flash, flash view of you know people. But there yeah. is an there is an ex Seattle Seahawk that is in the next uh, cast. What did they did they show it? Who it is? Well, I didn't, they didn't say his name, but I and I didn't I didn't recognize him, but that doesn't. You know, it doesn't mean anything, did. but he's an ex ex NFLer, and they just said, yeah, played played with the Seahawks. Okay. Yeah. Also, yeah, that's a good cliffhanger. Very good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I I won't look into it. You don't you don't want to look into it because you don't want to see any spoilers by accident. But um, yeah, awesome. And that doesn't even start till March. So right. March. March first. Yep. Very good. Same same place as always. 
Yeah, we see in the yep. same place there, PG. Okay. Uh, have you been watching a lot of bowl games? No, I really have not. Okay. Okay. I have not watched many. Um, watch the Cougs lose. The the bowl game? Yeah, the the Cougs. Well, I had them on the same time. I was watch I was watching the Bobcats get get smacked. Oh, okay. So, same time. Okay. Same time. Yep. Yep. Very good. Cougs, um, yeah, the Cougs kind of kind of lost touch or lost uh, competitiveness in that game, so I didn't I didn't watch a whole lot of the second half. Oh yeah, yeah. My I don't know if you have your bowl record, but for mine's a four four and two, including four and two. Yeah, including the picking the Cougs to win on the side there. So um, yeah, and I have a uh, Oklahoma State. Over Wisconsin, and that's tonight. Seven fifteen. Okay, I that's, I didn't yeah. take that. I didn't take that game. Okay. Did you calculate? I've only, had, I've, I've only got two. Has Boise State played Texas already? North Texas. Yep. Boise State won. They did. Okay, so there I'm. I got that one. Okay. Win, win, winner, winner. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, two. Yeah. Two and one. Okay. Because uh, I think the rest of these are still coming up. Yeah, there's a lot. There's there's a lot, like, next few days. Um, there's, like, four today. There's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's get into this. Let's do this Sonics draft. So uh, we're each going to draft. We're going to each take ten players. First, we'll each take a coach. Uh, I'm going to let I'll, – I'll give you the number one pick for both because you're the guest. So I'll view so pick first. Take, yeah? Okay, so, so we're going to take we're gonna take 10 players each. Yeah, we'll do 10 rounds. Okay. Yeah. Plus plus a coach. We'll do we'll, – we'll take a coach first. Uh, you, you can get us started by taking your – Selecting your coach, if you're ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do we have to take any particular positions, or that, that doesn't matter? We can just have as many guards, forwards, um, centers, whatever. I was going to fill out the starting five. Like, I mean, yeah, like two guards, three forwards, or three guards, two forwards. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay, so that will be the starting lineup. Okay, so that will be my first five will be like that, and then the rest may be just a little looser. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. okay. So so we got a 41-year franchise history. Do you know what year the Sonics came into the NBA? 1977? 1967. Close. Or, 1967. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Mariners, I guess. I did the math wrong, of course, because they left 60, in 08. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Left in yeah. 2008. So for 41 year history here that we're picking from. So I'm going to choose as my coach, was also one of the first player coaches, <clears throat> probably the first player coach in the franchise history. Um, actually, that's not true. He was a player in the late 60s for the Sonics and then came back to coach the Sonics. Um, Lenny Wilkins. The only NBA championship coach that the Sonics have had will be my head coach. 
Played for the Sonics from 69 to 72. And then coached the team from 77 to 85. Yep. Very good. The only championship coach. Classic. Very good pick. I'm going to go with... Um, obviously, I could go with Nate McMillan. That'd be a no-brainer. But I'm going to take Bill Russell. He, oh, he coached, going for reaching back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Reaching way back. Uh, coached 73 to 77. The late great. Just passed away recently. Um, yeah. He's just uh, it just it just seems like a cool guy to coach my team, so I just went back and took Bill Russell. Uh, all right, ready? You can um, kick us off with your first pick. Okay, player. I am going to I'm going to take the the best big man, big best big man in Sonic history, and it's not who you're thinking. Um, who was who was this player? You probably saw play, but I am going to select. Jack Sigma as my big man, the best big man of all time. Yep. Yep. Very good. Definitely looked at him. Okay. Uh, he played in, let's see, he played 77 to 86 for the Sonics. Yep. Uh, NBA, NBA champion in 79. Yep. Do you remember watching... Did did you watch? Uh, I guess you didn't watch them locally, but did, I guess did you watch the the Sonics back in no. the early eighties no. na- national no. TV? No, 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 no. They weren't on. No, no. It wasn't much basketball on back in then those days. I I okay. would have read about them in 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 the books, little books that we used to get. <clears throat> they would pre okay. they would review a season and they'd have stories about all the the great players and stuff. But Jack is one of, we'll get to this later, but Jack is one of six retired Sonic numbers. Ah, very good. What, what number was that? Do you know that? uh, That's a good question. I'll I'll look that up as, as you select your player. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Also what, what were the books called that you were saying? Who were the books by, or what were they called? Oh, it was just a. It was just like M- NBA. They say the season NBA seventy four seventy five. Just be a little thin book, about eighty eighty five pages, and have pictures and stories about the about the players during that season. Oh, very cool! Like a little encyclopedia. Yeah. Um, so I am gonna take a guy that. So I don't know how you're drafting. You're probably thinking guys who had a great storied history with the Sonics. And uh, for this draft pick, I'm just going to go with quality of player and a guy who played with the Sonics for one season, the final season of the Sonics, 2007 to 08, Mr. Kevin Durant, uh, one of the best players in the NBA still. Future Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, played for him his rookie season. And, his rookie uh, season. Yeah, yeah. Not not really not great history with the Sonics, but as far as quality of players go, 
he's up there. Yep. 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 Okay. Who, what you got? So you're going to go there, then I'm going to go to take the what I think is the best supersonic in history has more top five uh, individual records in, on the Sonic franchise history. GP, the glove, Gary Payton. Oh, yeah. One of the best defenders of his era, would you say? Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Consistently, consistently first-time first time, uh, All-NBA defensive team. And he actually made an All-NBA all, all first team as well. Oh, wow. Um, also, or he does, and, and, and he does, and he does not have his number retired yet. What? What? Nope. Or they, he's why not? not? He is, he's not one of the six. That's crazy. Well, Man. one, we don't have an, we don't have an arena to hang their retired numbers. So that's one reason. Yeah. But his, his number was not retired. I still would like to log a complaint, but I mean, I we'll was see. probably so he was probably still arguing with management, kind of what he did. <laughs> okay, that it may, they'll do it when the when they bring back the Sonics in the yep in the next next within the next few years. But yep. um yep okay yeah yeah and uh and his son is in I can't remember what team. Gary, Gary Payton two plays for the Warriors. He played for the Warriors. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He got yeah, he got signed. I think he got signed with the Blazers. I think he's on the Trailblazers. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. There you go. Back to representing Oregon State Beavers. Okay, so I'll, I'll take my pick now. I have uh, Ray Allen. He played. From 03 to 07 with the Sonics, he is uh, second all-time three-point shooter behind Steph Curry. And, um, yeah, just all-around one of the best, one of the best shooters of all time in the NBA, Ray Allen. Yep. Yep. He was instrumental in helping the team win their 2005 uh, division champ, division title. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was great. Very, very good. Yep. Smooth shooter. So I am right. going to go. I'm staying kind of old school. Um. Well, no, I'm. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Mr. Sonic. You know who Mr. Sonic is, right? He's kind of like. Uh, Albert Davis, who's Mr. Mariner for the for the Mariners, although this guy is Mr. Mr. Sonic because uh, to me he's still kind of a new school. He was um, highly featured in the the team for the in the team in the 1990s, um, but the old ball coach still coaching in the NBA, Nate McMillan. Um, wait, I'm trying to think of who Mr. Sonic. Uh, is it Dale Ellis? No, it's Nate McMillan. I'm saying it's Nate. Oh, oh, you're taking Nate? Yeah, I'm taking Nate McMillan. Ooh, ooh, okay. Wow, going going two two point guards early. 
two guards yeah, early. He's, he's, he's a small forward up. He could guard anybody. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. He's a great defender. Beloved, yeah. beloved, beloved by Sonic fans and, and the franchise. And he actually does have his number retired. Yeah, number 10. He's number 10, I believe. Yep, yep. Okay, very for good. Your, uh, for your uh, list, Jack Sigma retired number is 43. 43? Yep. Okay, that's a, that's a rare basketball number. Okay, very good, very good. All righty, so I will go with, let's see, I have a – Small forward, a, a big guy is small forward. I have a shooting guard. Oh, I'm gonna go Richard Lewis. I'll just, I'll just take best available. I'll take another small forward. Uh, I enjoy Richard Lewis. One of my favorite Sonics. Played from '98 to '07. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I also have this this listed. Um, so Richard Lewis is the fourth all-time scoring uh, points mm-hmm. leader for for the Sonics. Uh, mm-hmm. Gary Payton, Gary Payton is the all-time leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Jack Sigma is third. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so Richard Lewis, yeah, he he was he was 43% from three points in the season in the 2000-2001 season. Uh, let's see. I have a, oh, here it is. Uh, two-time All-Star, Mr. Basketball USA in 1998, and went on to win the NBA championship with the Miami Heat. Uh, Richard ah. Lewis. Yeah, Richard Lewis, one of the best. Um, all right, who you got? Yep. Number four. Who you got fourth? Uh, Richard, Richard is also not only top five in scoring, he's also top five in minutes played. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. He that's was, how that's that's how much court time he's he's actually number four in minutes played. Very which I, thought, which, which, which I thought was surprising to me. Okay. Yeah, he played he played uh nine seasons, I guess, uh for the yep. for, okay. Yeah, a lot of these I, I was noticing a lot of these guys didn't play more than like five seasons for the Sonics. There's not many people on this list that played that had long Sonics careers. Uh, what you'll notice, but uh, anyway, yeah, Richard Lewis, yeah. he was awesome. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna leave the big man open, I'm gonna take Sean Kemp. Oh he yeah, was of course absolutely incredible to watch through the '90s. Um, guy was a phenomenal player when he wanted to be. His his him doing uh, teaming up with Gary Payton made the Sonics the most exciting team to watch. I think they won four division titles in the nineties. Wow! Went to the uh, let's see, where can I find that? Da, 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 da. No. What What are you looking for? With, I was looking to see how many titles they won in the nineties. Oh yeah, they were division titles. They were winning all the NBA. Went, went to the NBA Finals with Sean. Um, he could throw down the dunks. He was amazing when he when he wanted to run the court. He was phenomenal. 
So Kemp is my big guy to to go along. Yeah, the Rain Man to go along with Jack. Speaking of rain, it's it's uh, actually raining right now here in um, yeah. I so I saw you were going to get quite a bit of moisture. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Sean Kemp. Wait, was he ever in a dunk contest? Ah, good. Good he, question. Seems like it would be. Seems like it would. I mean, I don't know. That's okay. You don't don't, don't worry. Don't worry about it. But I mean, probably not. Who knows? Uh, all NBA, all NBA second team, three years in a row, ninety four, ninety five, ninety six. Was he was he straight out of high school or? Yep. Yep. Oh really? Okay. Yep. I, I think Richard. Richard may have been too, as well. Um, yeah, Richard was. He, yeah, Richard was, because he was Mr. USA basketball in '98, and then he started his career with the Sonics in 1998. So yeah, Richard Lewis was also straight out of high school. But um, anyway, ready to move on from Sean Kemp? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, Spencer Haywood. Ooh. He, he played with the Sonics from 1970 to 75. He is the ninth all-time scorer. He is a Hall of Famer. Uh, he's a power forward. I needed a big man. And he's a 2010 career average. Uh, 20 yeah. points, 10 rebounds. Yep. Also has his number retired. By the Sonics, even though he played, like you said, what four se- five seasons, seventy one to seventy five, seventy to seventy five. His number twenty four is retired. Ah, twenty four. Wow, that's a yeah. good number. That's a good number to have retired. Okay, very good. His stats, his stats are re- just like you said, twenty ten average. Just re- he's was just ridiculous. He was so good. Oh yeah, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who who else did? Do you know who else? I didn't even look at who else he played for. Um, uh, do you recall? Sure. He had he had lots of he had lots of travels. He he bounced around. Yeah, he bounced around a lot. He just had a lot of issues. But seventy seventy to seventy five to seventy nine with the Knicks. Also in seventy nine with the New Orleans Jazz. Also, this you would know because it was featured in the uh, in the the Lakers documentary. He was seventy nine to eighty. He was with the Lakers. Remember what in uh in uh, the Showtime uh, yeah. series? Remember he got kicked off the playoff team. I I haven't even watched that yet. Oh, you haven't uh, seen that? Oh no, okay, my bad. No, I haven't. Okay, seen I it thought yet. you had. Okay. No, no. And then he went over. And then he went overseas, and then he played eighty-one to eighty-three with the Bullets, and then he was done. Now wow. this was, and he his first year, his first year, sixty-nine, seventy, was with the Denver Rockets. The Denver Rock in the ABA. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The Denver Rockets. He, okay. Yeah. Let's see. He led the ABA in scoring with thirty points a game. And rebounding nineteen point five a game. <laughs> well, 
while wow. leading the Rockets to the ABA's Western Division title. Man, that's when he was really uh, young. Yeah, he was. That, that was he was a monster. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was a monster. Yeah, yeah. Okay, put up put up huge numbers, but um, yeah. Okay, uh, who you have next? Okay, so let's see, I need I need a sharpshooter. I need. I'm gonna go. I'm going old school again. I'm going downtown, Freddie Brown. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Top five, top five in Sonics franchise history in scoring, minutes, assists, and steals. Wow, Freddie, Freddie, Freddie could fill it up. Freddie also has his number retired. And um, so he's one of those guys who played. He played his whole career with the Sonics, nineteen seventy-one to eighty-four. Yeah. So he actually yep. he played a long time with the team. And uh, he's number 32. Okay. Mm -hmm. Another good number. Uh, Led the NBA in three points in 1979 to 80 at 44%. And that was was the first year of the three-pointer. Am I – does that sound correct? What year? 1979 to 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, he's the second all-time scorer for the Sonics. Very good. He has a great nickname too. Downtown. <laughs> yeah. Downtown Freddie so, Brown. So you got you got Rain Man, the Glove, and Downtown. You got mm-hmm. the you got the nickname team. That's for sure. Did, and oh, and Nate was Mr. Sonic. No, that's decide what I call him. Okay, okay, okay. Did did Jack Sigma have a nickname? Do you know? Oh no, no, I guess not. Is in Nate McMillan's Wikipedia page, in his first paragraph, the last sentence is his long tenure as a player and coach in Seattle earned him the nickname Mr. Sonic. Ah, <laughs> okay, okay. So, so yeah. that has that has worked into my brain. You knew it. You knew it. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Okay. I like it. So I'm gonna have to take a nick I'll take a nickname guy. I'm gonna take uh Xavier McDaniel. X Man. Oh, X Man. X X Man. Uh oh I so I have a good I have a good stat. And I think I think the X Man I think I heard on Rewatchables uh the the singles one. Isn't uh I think Singles is set in Seattle, right? That that movie, yes, you know the is. movie Singles. Yes, yeah. It is. Yeah, they, they had an X Men poster in in Singles, so I just remember <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, but um, so I have this, I have this statistic for you, uh, on the X Men. So it it was, uh, 1985 to 86 was his rookie season, and. So he played all 82 games, and he averaged uh, 17 points per game and eight rebounds on 49% from the field. And um, wow. you know, you know who won Rookie of the Year that year? What was the um, year? In 85, 86. 85, 86. 
Patrick Ewing. Yeah, exactly. Really, I was so, right. Um, yeah, Pat, Patrick Ewing won, okay. but um, he averaged 20 points per game and nine rebounds. But Patrick Ewing only played 50 games, and uh, he huh. still won. And and X Man played all 82 games. So so that's my argument is that X Man should have been Rookie of the Year over Patrick Ewing that that season. But um, yeah, I'm going with X Man. Uh, I didn't really look up any. He played with them from 1985 to 1990. Okay. And uh, I didn't look anything up about him, but oh, yeah, no, I didn't write down any stats about him. But he was, I think he had. He was an all star. He was an all star for the Sonics in 1988. One one all star in the career. Well, one all star. Yep. Okay, so so not a great career, but I think he probably played for a long time. Uh, do you have a long career? Are you looking at his page? Uh, I actually I don't know. Let's see. Okay, let's he started see, in eighty. Lots of lots of guys started their careers with the Sonics. Lots of these guys yeah, he, I wrote right down started there. Yeah, go ahead. What he do you, jumped. What do you have? He jumped. He he jumped around. He went from the Sonics to the to the Suns for one year, to the Knicks for one year to the Celtics for about three years. Then he went overseas, and then he came back and played for the Nets for a couple of years. Wow. Oh, okay. But but he's also uh, eighth all-time on the Sonic scoring list, number eight. So that's pretty good. Wow. And yeah, and once again, he only played five seasons. He's one of those five-season guys. So yeah. I guess it takes, it takes about five seasons to get really high on the Sonics all-time scoring list there. Yeah, it doesn't take long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got five seasons. Put in five seasons there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All well, right. Very good. X man. Yep. I am going. For, I am going to bring this guy, first guy off my bench. Loved him as a player. Local kid. Went to the University of Washington. Uh, although he's not a native of our country, but he is a beloved Sonics. Sonic Detlef Shrimp. Yes, yes. Uh, is he what a German? Is he from Germany? Yep. Okay. Well, how come when I was looking at his Wikipedia, it said he's from Centralia, Washington? Because <laughs> he went to well, he probably moved there. Did he moved there. Probably he probably play, came over probably from. Let's see. I'll look here. Yeah, he so was he born in Germany. The- he was born okay. in Germany in 1963, so he's a year older than – or a year younger than your mother and I. He went to high oh, school played. in Centralia. He went to high school in Centralia, Washington. Oh, he did? Wow, down down the I-5, down there, right? Um, by Chehalis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, to college, Washington, from 81 to 85, and then he was picked in the first round by the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Okay. He played with the Sonics from, he only played with us from 93 to 99. That's a long time for a Sonics career. Yeah. Man, he was, he was just, I thought he was always just amazing coming off the bench or starting. Was he kind of like a Dirk Nowitzki type? I mean, not just because of the same country, but a big man who could shoot. Um, yeah, 
he tended to do, you know, he tended to just get in there and do the, the he's kind of the spark. I mean, because those teams were loaded, 93 to 99. And you're talking about uh, Peyton, Kemp, some other guys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was, he just, he, yeah, I think he just, people loved him because he was just so competitive and really worked hard. And the announcers, uh, Kevin Calabro loved saying his name, loved yelling that shrimp. Oh, sure. Right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. Very good. Good fit. <clears throat> and he's uh, number 12 on the Sonics scoring list and a three-time All-Star. And um, also a two-time sixth man of the year. Wow. Yeah, nice. so that's appropriate that you picked him as your sixth man there. All right, very good. Uh, I will go with, let's see. I don't want to reach for, I have a couple of people in my pocket. I'm not going to reach for them yet. I'm going to go with a classic guy, one of the greatest dunks of all time, uh, where you, he climbed the guy's chest, uh, sort of like a, Stairwalk or um yeah, yeah. Tom Chambers. I'm going oh. Tom <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know you know the dunk I'm talking about, right? Do you know it? Maybe. It's it's on the Sonic, it's on all the only highlight Sonic, reels. Only Sonic All Star MVP, I believe. Oh wow. Uh four time all star. Oh, nope, I'm wrong. Len- Lenny Wilkins was the all star MVP in 1971. Tom Chambers was in 1987. Okay. Okay. Very good. Um, yeah, Tom Chambers. Uh, great mullet. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Played with the Sonics from 83 to 88. He is 10th on the all-time scoring list and 18 points per game on the career, which is pretty solid. Uh, yeah. Tom Chambers. Yep, good good rotation guy. On my on my squad. Okay, All right. so I'm going to bring in another point guard that can relieve Gary Payton of point guard duties. Uh, this is also uh, Sonic Legend. Um, played. God, when did he play? Let's see. He played from 77 to 84, so also part of the NBA championship team in 79. Gus Williams, who was a top five career assist and steals leader in franchise history, and has his number retired, number one. Okay, very good. Number one. Great number for Great number for a point guard. Oh yeah. He <clears throat> he averaged two steals per game on the career. This is very wow. good. Yeah. Yeah, good pick. Good classic pick there. Good uh champion championship team pick. Uh so let's see. I will go with I kind of have an open open field here. Um, 
I'm gonna grab a big guy. Yeah, I'll grab a big guy that I like that I remember watching back on Kong, Kong TV, channel 16, <laughs> where the Sonics played. I'm gonna take Vin Baker. Ooh, uh, Vinny. Yeah, yeah. Number 17 on the list for scoring. Played from 97 to 02. Power forward. Uh, four-time All-Star. Uh, four years in a row from 95 to 98. Uh, in a, so pretty good rebounder. Just a, a big man. Ben Baker. Yep. What do you got? All right. I'm taking a big man as well kind of from the same era and actually just one step behind Vin on all-time points, Sam Perkins, Sam Big Smooth Perkins. Okay. North North Carolina product, instrumental in the mid-90 franchise teams that went to the NBA Finals. Uh, He played, how many years did Sam play with us? Big smooth five. with the I'm Sonics five. for five five years, ninety three to ninety eight. <laughs> Everyone. That's what I'm saying. Everyone, Everyone. five years. <laughs> Sam Perkins. Um he probably bounced around the league a lot. Did he have he probably drafted had, by the drafted by the Mavericks, six years with the Mavericks, played three with the Lakers, then the Sonics, and then finished up a couple of years two, three years with the Pacers. Okay. I think, yeah, he was like number 20 on the scoring list, I believe. Uh, okay, number 18. Sam, oh, number 18. Okay. I just didn't happen to write him down. Uh, Sam Perkins. Very good. Very good. Uh, my next pick. My number eight, my eighth pick. Let's see. Who do I go with here? Uh, I might as well just grab one of these guys. I wanted to take. I'll go. I'll go. Luke Ridnour. My. Uh, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I mean, I guess I. I don't really have. That's okay. I'll, I'll be like one of those classic or new age teams that just doesn't really start a point guard. He'll be my point guard coming off the bench, Luke Ridnour. Uh, just because I I enjoyed one of those new age Sonics that I enjoyed watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um he's a, he's a Washington guy from from Blaine up by the border, up by the Canadian border. Uh he was Washington Mr. Basketball as well as a McDonald's All-American in the year 2000 and he was also Pac-10 player of the year in 2003. So he was very highly touted uh coming out of the Oregon Ducks and um yeah, he was with the Sonics from 03 to 08, uh, five okay. seasons. Oh, five and, seasons. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he averaged seven assists and 1.6 steals in the 2005-2006 season, which, yeah, seven assists is pretty solid. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was always a good energy guy. Um, yeah, Luke Ridner, a Washington guy. Nice. Yep, that would have been would have been right in your young young Sonic viewing wheelhouse right there. 
Yeah, yeah. Like um, Desmond Mason was on those teams for a little bit. But yeah, yep, yeah, I remember him catching alley. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach back to bring on a guy that. Uh, was also a long-range three-bomber. You took Ray Allen, who was the best three-point shooter for Sonics, but this guy would completely argue with that till no end because he was also a, an elite long-ball shooter. And actually number seven on the all-time scoring list, Dale Ellis. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Very. That, that was definitely, definitely a better pick than Luke Ridner. <laughs> now that I look at it. Okay. Dale also played with the Sonics for five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what this podcast has taught me, is that everybody's played with the Sonics pretty much five years. But, no, but he did – he came back and played for him uh, for a second he, stint. In the you're right. He did, he, yep, you're right. He, yep, he did. Yeah. He did come back and play again. But, um, yeah, yeah, Dale was yeah. a bomber. He could He could fill it up. Um, wow, one of the, he ended up scoring, scoring just over 19,000 points in his career, 15 points a game. But so not quite a Hall of Famer, but uh, he was he was most improved in 1987. Uh, he shot 40% from three point for the career. So he was kind of like a early uh, Renaissance man for the three pointer. Three-point contest champion in 1989. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very good. Very good. All right, Dale Ellis. I like it. Uh, I will go with <clears throat> my number nine pick. Oh, I will go with a uh, guy's a winner. I'm going to go with another point guard, Dennis Johnson. Yeah. DJ. DJ yep. uh, from the 1979 championship team. He was the uh, NBA Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a three-time NBA champion in his career. He's a six-time all-defensive first team, three-time all-defensive second team. Yeah, uh, but he's not, he's not a Hall of Famer. Am I right, or did I forget to write that down? Is, he seems like he would be a seems like he would be a Hall of Famer, but he might just be one of those on the cusp, one of those guys that just didn't quite make it. But uh, he he definitely bounced around a lot of winning teams back in the day. Yeah, it's it says he's, he's it says he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, re- oh, I just forgot to write. I did forget to write that down. He's a Hall of Famer. He had that. He had that one. One of the most classic uh, announcer calls. Um, or like DJ, like steals the ball. DJ steals the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Dennis Johnson, definitely a class. Uh, a great Celtic. Bill Simmons probably loves him. I'm sure he does. Uh, who who else do you play for other than the Celtics and Sonics? <clears throat> First four years with the Sonics, only four years, then three years with the Suns, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years with the with Boston. 
Yeah, I couldn't stand him when he when he played for Boston because he was playing against the Lakers in the finals all the time. Didn't really didn't really know realize or know that he was you know a Sonic originally. Okay. Then you but went he, back and watched DJ. Yep. yep. Yeah, he had to be he had to be extremely instrumental in in that '79 championship team. I mean, he, with his defense, he must have been played such a key role. Oh yeah, Finals MVP. Yeah. Um, a couple other guys on the NBA championship team we're probably not going to mention here. Lonnie Shelton uh, was the Oregon State Beaver. Lonnie Shelton is number 21 on the Sonic scoring list. And Dick Schneider, number 13 on the Sonic. <laughs> I hope you weren't going to take Dick. You weren't going to take Dick Schneider next. I hope. Nope. Oh yeah, he he was nope. also on the he was also on the championship team, um, number thirteen on the scoring list. Uh, yes, do you have anything D- else you're going to say about D- yeah DJ in the D- DJ in the NBA Finals averaged twenty three points, almost twenty three points a game, six rebounds and six assists per game. Wow, thirty thirty two points in the game four overtime victory and was named Finals MVP. Do you, does it? How many games? Um, does it say how many games that finals went? Do you, it was. I mean, it was four. Oh, they 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 swept them. Mhm. Oh wow, wow they. Well, I, I should definitely know this off the top of my head. Uh, <clears throat> well, I'm gonna go back and I, fact I, check that. I I can't. I I should know this off the top of my head. Um, I can't remember who did the Sonics. Defeat in their championship series, Washington Bullets. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, okay. I can't. I can't think of anybody on that. Uh, the Washington Bullets team. Uh, I don't know. Can't recall. I'm just reading here. What are, you, what are you looking up? Hang on. I'm looking this up here. Um, oh, looking up the – let's see. What else was I going to say about that? <laughs> okay. The, okay. Bullets – they beat the Bullets. It was in five games, actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, four to one. Very good. Very good. Okay. What do you, what do you got? What, what's your next pick? So, my last guy? My last guy. Yeah. I, you know, I there. I, there's two guys I could take. One of them who's kind of an all-time uh, memorable Sonic. Uh, and he's it's a guard, Slick Watts, way back in the day. But I'm not going to take Slick. I'm going to take a more contemporary player. I enjoyed watching this guy shoot. His stroke was so pure. Percy Hawkins. Oh wow! I I didn't write him down either. Was he a 80s guy or no, 90s? Was he 90s. 90s? Uh, 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 late 90s, early early 2000s. Okay. I didn't write down anything about him. Great name, though. Did, did he have a, a long NBA career? Yeah, I'm looking for him here. Percy <clears throat> Hawkins. Percy Hawkins. Definitely, definitely heard that name a lot. Yeah, 
I mean, where do you have him on the he's number twenty? List? He's number twenty. He's number twenty-five on the all-time scoring list. Okay, <clears throat> he played for the Sonics from ninety-five to ninety-nine. Okay, four seasons. Okay. Okay, so he was on that. Bradley. Came out of Bradley. Was drafted by the Seventy Sixers. Then played for the Hornets for a couple of years, and then joined the Sonics. Then he went to the Bulls, and then back to the Hornets. Okay, bounced around a lot. So he was on the team All that. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. That he was on the, the team finals, that, yep. that went to the finals. Yep, yep. Lost to Michael Jordan and the Bulls, right? Okay. Percy Hawkins. Did he have a nickname? Was he a? Nah, I don't. Let's see. I don't think so. I feel like. I feel like more more guys had nicknames back in the back in the late nineties versus now. They, they, there were good good nicknames back in the day. So here's a nickname they say in Wikipedia. I never heard him called this. So he was never <laughs> he was never called this by the Sonics guys. Um, somebody gave him the nickname the Big Kiss. Hmm. <laughs> Not sure that why. Good, that would be a good nickname. Okay, very good. So for my final pick, I will take. Oh well, you're not sure why? It's cause, I think it's because um, Hershey, Hershey Kiss. I, oh I'm sure, duh, yeah, yeah. Duh. I I just put it together. Okay, okay. So for my final pick, I will take Brent Barry. Bone. Oh, there you go. Nice. He was Spe- fun to speaking watch. of sh- speaking of smooth shooters. Yeah. Uh, he is. Um, number twenty-three on the Sonic scoring list. Wow. He played with, played with them from ninety-nine to oh four, and uh, he actually won the dunk contest back in nineteen ninety-six, and he shot forty-eight percent from three-point in two thousand two thousand one season. Uh, Bones, Brent Berry. Bones, oh, another classic Kong. Sonic, uh, yeah, Brent Berry, uh, Oregon State Beaver, another another uh, Pacific Northwest college ties guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he came okay. out of high school. He came out of high school out of the Bay Area, De La Salle. Oh, oh, uh, the great football school. Yeah, De La Salle. Are are they the ones? They might be the ones that have a movie. There's a movie about a California high school. Are they the ones that had the winning streak? De La Salle? I think, I think so. I think they are. And they, they played uh, Bellevue. They, um, right. What's his name? Hastings. Hastings. J.R. J. R. Hastings, the the Bellevue running back. Remember, he just – he had a huge game in, in the, when they, take, when they, they took hold- him down. Holds the national record 151 game winning streak spanning from 1992 to 2004. The streak ended yeah. when they were defeated on September 4th, 2004, by Bellevue High School in Washington. Yeah, that game was played at. I was at that game. Um, yes, was that, well, I was uh, there with you. I was, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I was assuming. I was assuming that you you must have taken me. Probably. Uh, is yeah. that the the, the Seahawks Stadium? Uh, yes, it I was. guess it was. I guess it was known as Quest Field back then. But, uh, it was it was, it was uh, 
pretty pretty darn big crowd too. Oh yeah, it's definitely one of the biggest high school football crowds in Washington history for sure. Yeah, that was a historic game. It yep. was. It definitely yeah. was. Very good. Very okay. Yeah, and his dad was uh Rick Barry, Hall of Famer. Um mm-hmm. and his brother and his brother, John Barry, who's um is he still doing the announcing? I think he must be. He must be still doing that. Uh you know, John Barry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He does the games. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, okay. Very good. Any any last things about the Sonic you were gonna say before we uh sign off here? No, I don't you know, I think we did a good job of covering uh you know, majority of the, the really great players in the in the franchise. Um, a good sprinkling of you know, yeah. some of those early early guys, historic teams, you know, championship team and a couple of uh Hall of Fame coaches and players, Lenny and Bill. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder if that's why. I wonder if that's why Bill Russell always stayed in Seattle and stuck around Seattle. You know, because when he when he coached there in the in in the mid seventies, because he lived there. He lived there most of his life. Yeah, he must have really enjoyed the area. Uh, I think he. I think he enjoyed he the area, and I think. Or in Boston. I think he enjoyed be- yeah, I think he enjoyed being away from Boston. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, he lived he lived like on Mercer Island. Yep, Mercer Island. Yep, exactly. Yeah, he was so, in a, a beautiful, I mean, a beautiful part of the city. So um, yeah, it, he yeah he spent he spent a long time there, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was gonna. That's what I was gonna do. Yeah. Let me let me read our our rosters here before we sign off. So. Um, okay. So you you have your coach is Lenny Wilkins, and you have Jack Sigma, Gary Payton, Nate McMillan, Sean Kemp, Freddie Brown, Detlef Shrimp, Gus Williams, Sam Perkins, Dale Ellis, and Hersey Hawkins. And I have Bill Russell as my coach. I have Kevin Durant, Ray Allen, Richard Lewis, Spencer Haywood, X-Man, Xavier McDaniel, Tom Chambers, Ben Baker, Luke Ridnour, Dennis Johnson, and Brent Berry. All righty. Nice. Very good. So do you have do you have any um, do you have any favorite Sonic? Memories? Do you have any memorable games? Do you remember going um, to any games? I definitely, I do remember going and seeing Chris Paul play. It, it may have been Chris Paul's rookie season. Uh, I guess it was what on the Hornets. Um, wasn't Chris yeah, Paul? Must have been. Yeah, I, we saw them. We saw Chris Paul play. <clears throat> uh, like <throat> I was saying about Desmond Mason. I definitely recall Desmond Mason throwing down some like crazy dunks and like oh, yeah. alley oops, alley oops. Um, let's see. As far as being at, yeah, I mean, I definitely just tons of memory. Like I was saying, the uh, Kong TV, watching the, the Sonics play on Channel 16 on Kong. Um, 
yeah, l- watching lots of games. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, we. I'm sure we went to a lot of. I, I don't remember all the all the sporting events that. It's hard to remember to take out specific ones. They all they all blend together. But uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how many how many Sonics games. How many Sonics games do you think that uh, I I went to? If you if you had to estimate, uh, not not I that would many. Say prob- I not would that say many. probably probably ten to twenty. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more like ten, more like ten. Uh, probably okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because even even back in the nineties, so we got there in Seattle in nineteen ninety. We'd go okay. to. I would go to games. They were still. I mean, they were very expensive back in the day, even. But I I do remember a couple couple memorable games. They they for a time there they renovated Key Arena, and this was in the. I think early. Gosh, when was it? I really should get this accurate. Um, when did they? In the nineties. Well, I was gonna say the early '90s or late. They first renovated Key Arena. That's okay. You don't have to worry about. Anyway, okay. Like anyway, early they 90s. played games. They played games in the Kingdom. They oh, set the yeah. basketball court up in the infield, and would use the majority of the the, the stands that were behind home plate. And then put up uh, temporary stands around the rest of the uh, rest of the court, and they would get sixty thousand in there to watch <laughs> the game. So we'd go to the Celtics. They'd get like six when they when they had a big team coming to the to the to Seattle to play, like the Lakers or the Celtics. They'd play in key in the Kingdom because they could sell three times the amount of tickets. It was yeah, crazy. Totally. It was like. It was like the NCAA championship before the NCAA championship ever did that. For like a, a regular season game? Like oh, just a regular season? I think a regular season game, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to look yeah. that up. I'll have to look yeah. that up. But I, I do I believe, vividly remember I get just in their mind seeing that many people for, for a basketball game. And most, you know, most of those people couldn't even see. Okay. Um, and that's before that's back before they even had anything called a big screen. So. Oh, <laughs> um, the other time yeah. a very memorable game, uh, and I credit my buddy Steve Bowie for this. He got he got me tickets to go see very down low in the end zone of the basketball court, Key Arena, um, when Michael Jordan came to town and the Chicago Bulls, and I remember George Carl giving some bad ink to Michael, saying he didn't think Michael Jordan could shoot the ball from from distance anymore. Thought he was getting a little too old, a little too long in the tooth. Well, typical Jordan just lit. And, and George Carl, also UNC, North Carolina guy, just like Jordan. So they have, you know, acquaintance and, and you know, both played for, the, for for their beloved university. Jordan just lit up, lit up the Sonics, just lit them up. He scored 55 that night against uh against George Carl's team. It was it was electric. It was better than it was just like better than than even even the finals. Jordan was just going off. So that was another wow. memorable game in in uh, Key Arena Sonic history. You don't want to give him any additional motivation. No. Not at yeah. all. Not <laughs> at all. And of course Jordan had some you know snide things to say in the press after Afterwards, <laughs> about Carl. 
<laughs> oh, so, man. Yep, that was that was way cool. Way cool. Yeah, very cool. I, I'm sure that you you probably took I don't remember all the did you take us to some games in the late nineties? Back when the teams were good. They were good in the oh, yeah. late nineties. I'm sure you took oh, us yeah. to some games, right? When we were Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah you guys sure. had you guys you guys grew up with Peyton jerseys, Kemp. <laughs> Nick had a Nick Nick had a Richard. Oh yeah, I do Richard remember jersey. So I, I do yeah. remember. Yeah, very good. Um yeah. do you have All a right. favorite Sounds oh, good. Your, wait, wait, wait. What's your yep. favorite Sonics jersey? That just reminds me. What's your favorite jersey color or color scheme they wear? I oh, think I like, I like the, Yeah, what do you like? Well, I like the old I like the all the all you know, green and green and yellow and white jersey. Okay. I like um I like it when they rock the the red ones that are kind mm-hmm. of where those like kinda of like crimson. They're kinda of crimson ish. But mm-hmm. um maroon, kinda of maroony. But uh um, Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good. All right. Yep, sounds good. Talk to you soon. Thanks for All righty. Yep. Go Talk Sonic. to you later. Get our, yeah, go get Sonic. Sonic's back. <laughs> All right. Talk All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Rate, review, share, enjoy.